Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, loves, welcome. It is Powerland on News Radio 930 WBEN on a Tuesday. And tomorrow is a very big day for us here at the radio station. Uh, actually, it's a big day at the radio station and at the SBCA serving Erie County because uh, tomorrow is Wednesday, the 13th of December, and the SPCA is opening its adoption floor early at 9.30 a.m., Get it? For uh, anyone looking to adopt a friend on this special day, you can enjoy half-off adoption fees or take part in their Vets and Pets program tomorrow only. Tomorrow only. And you can visit our event page at WBEN.com for details and how to donate. And yesterday we had uh, Gina Latuka on from the SPCA, uh, the first part of the 3 o'clock hour, and she gave us uh, more information on the Radiothon. And over the years, and it's been uh, it's been decades now, uh, but we have uh, through through you, through you, we have been able to raise uh, millions of dollars for the SPCA serving Erie County. And it's local. It's not something national where the CEO is making seven figures. It's not It's not anything like that, okay? The SPCA serving Erie County, uh, they are great stewards of our uh, particular uh, donations. And I'm happy to tell you, I'm happy to, well, it, it, this is going to sound like bragging, but actually it's... Um, well, it's not bragging. It's uh, it's designed to ease my insecurities. How's that? I was the first angel for the animals this year. <laughs> Yesterday, after the interview, uh, I talked to Gina Latuka off the air and gave her my credit card number, and I am the first angel for the animals in 2023. So when David and Susan and Tim and I ask you to also become an angel for the animals, you will know. You will know that we put our money where our mouths are, which actually... I don't know where that expression ever originated, put your money where your mouth is, because most money I don't want anywhere near my mouth. But remember, remember being a kid? I mean, this is, this is horribly gross, but th- didn't we all as kids, hey, there's a couple of pennies. I wonder what they taste like. And you put uh, you put the pennies in your mouth, and then... Sometimes you would swallow the pennies, and nature would have to take its course. And the word cheesecloth comes to mind. Poor Tim Wenger is probably dying right now listening to me talking about this. But uh, yeah, it's one of the it's one of those things. I mean, kids uh, kids will be kids. It's almost like a rite of package. Uh, hey, passage. Look 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 at the good news. At least 
we don't have the Morgan silver dollars anymore in circulation because if you swallow one of those things, you choke on the darn thing. Um, and the large cents back before the Lincoln penny, uh, we had, uh, what do we have? The Indian head penny, no disrespect intended. We had the flying Eagle penny and before the flying Eagles, we had the large cents. And when they say large cents, um, we're talking about something that was of, uh, it, it was a pretty substantial diameter for a penny. And at one point, a penny was worth enough money that they actually made half cents. That's right. <laughs> if you think pennies are a pain in the butt now when you get them in change, could you imagine walking around with a pocket full of half cents? Like, hey, this this pocket weighs about 90 pounds. How much money is it? Oh, it's about uh, it's about thirty eight cents actually. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, numis, numismatics a very fascinating field. I wish I knew more about it, but um, it is it is always it, and you know I think when I was a kid there was a uh, and, and maybe you remember this too. I don't know what hobbies you had when you were a kid or what you were into when you were a kid, but uh, used to make mom all the time. There there was a coin store on the second floor of the uh, Sattler's store at the Boulevard Mall in Amherst. It was a very small coin store, but that was a must-stop. And I can't tell you the number of times uh, I would say to Mom, Mom, can I stay here, please, while you finish your shopping on the second floor? Because I want to look at this old money. And I still have, and and don't get all excited because it's not worth a lot of money. I, I still have this 1831 large cent. And again, when I say large cent, I mean large cent uh, that mom bought me when I was about, uh, oh, I don't know, eight years old. And I treasure it to this day. But it was always a cool feeling. And I, I don't mean to get too far afield here, too, uh, too far down any rabbit hole. But it was always a weird feeling to me as a kid because if you were born in a certain era, um, Jefferson, George Jefferson, which is really weird. No, Thomas Jefferson uh, has always been on our nickel. Uh, when, in fact, I think that started in uh, 1939, thereabouts. Um, Franklin Roosevelt has always been on our dime. George Washington has always been on our quarter. JFK has always been on the half dollar. Um, and it's just, it's, it, 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 it's kind of cool to me anyway to think about looking back in history. Hey, um, what kind of money did Abraham Lincoln carry around in his pocket? It did, uh, and, and to actually see those kinds of coins. And they were so much prettier then than they are now. Uh, the money of yesterday, they really took great pains to design it with great artistic flair. And if you have a chance, if you're anywhere near uh, the Internet where you can safely do it, I would not advise doing this if you're in traffic right now. But everybody always points to the $20 gold piece, the double eagle, the St. Gaudens $20 eagle as being the most beautiful American coin ever minted. And... There is no doubt about it. It is an absolute work of art. Compare that to the Eisenhower dollar. Even when I was a kid, I thought, Eisenhower dollar? you got to be kidding me. Who is this bald old man on this dollar coin? But we had back, uh, I think it started 1917, thereabouts, and it ran until 1932. Um, 
we had a quarter that was called the Standing Liberty Quarter. A quarter. And if you're not, again, as long as you're not driving, you can look it up. But when you look at that coin, there is pride of craftsmanship in, in the design of that coin. And it, it is just an absolutely beautiful piece of money. Now, the problem is, kind of like it was, how many of you have a buffalo nickel or five around the house that your grandfather gave you? Here, here's a buffalo nickel. And they'd always say, don't take any wooden nickels. Could never figure out that expression. Wooden nickels, it was it lost on me as a child. And in fact, as a grown-up, it still is lost on me. Don't take any wooden nickels. But uh, the problem with the buffalo nickel is uh, it was so high, and I don't mean indica or sativa it was so high that the dates often would get rubbed off and the same thing with the standing liberty quarter which made its debut in like 1917 um a beautiful coin but there were so many high surfaces on the coin that to find one that is in absolutely pristine condition you will pay through the nose for it which by the way is another expression i never quite understood Paying through the nose. Wait a minute. Are you telling me, this is the thinking of a seven-year-old, are you telling me that in the old days they used to accept boogers as currency? Wow. Boy, I wish I was born a lot sooner. Could have bought a buggy with uh, some of the... Never mind. I don't want to get too graphic and detailed on this. Uh, But anyway, yeah, money money is just a, a, a cool thing. When I say money, I'm not talking about bazillions of dollars. I'm just saying... American coinage is uh, really a cool thing. And then if you get more into it, I don't know how many of you are at all into history. Sometimes it seems like women uh, tend to be turned off by history and men tend to be a little bit more into history, especially if you're talking about military history. Like, for example, Rambo Jim. I don't think there's a war that Rambo Jim does not know every single thing about that has ever taken place place in the course of human history. But typically, not always, but typically, women tend to be, for whatever reason, and this is a tendency, I'm not saying it's always true, tend to be a little bit bored by history and into other things. But to me, it's just kind of fascinating the way our money has evolved and the fact that Uh, People who lived before us were using this as legal tender. You know, we see today a mercury dime, which was basically winged mercury on the front. And we think to ourselves, wow, look at that ancient bit of money. Uh, And it was replaced in the 1940s after FDR died. And he got his he got his face on the dime, which is still there on the dime for a long time, just like Jefferson and and Washington. But it it is kind of cool. Uh, if you're at all into history, to realize that, wow, these designs of of money uh, were just everyday objects for people back in 1850 or whatever. And do you ever read online the stories about, it, it seems like every other week somebody is finding a ship that is filled with gold coins. And don't you ever fantasize? I mean, people watch Oak Island all the time, right? But, oh, what, what a fantasy it would be to come across a, uh, <laughs> to come across a shipwreck, however tragic it may have been, um, and unearth, un- unearth or unsee um, 
You can't unsee something. Hmm. Uh, but it would be amazing to find a treasure ship. And I'm not going to lie, I'm a little bit jealous of those who uh, have been able to do that. But anyway, we have so many things we're going to get into today on WBEN. But yeah, the, the money thing. At some point, I don't. And again, I'm I'm not. I'm never quite sure where your head is, especially as we're heading into the uh, holiday season. But at some point, I think it would be super cool. And I could be wrong to do a show on like hobbies that people have. And there was a whole generation of Americans and people around the world, for that matter, who were stamp collectors. They were philatelists. I believe that's the proper word. It's awfully close to something else. But they were philatelists. And they took great pride in their stamp collection. And now, does anybody, when you get a piece of uh, mail and you open it up, do you even think twice about what stamp is on it? Generally, what it says is bulk rate postage prepaid. There is nothing sexy about the stamps of today. No, it's not like the old days where we had cool-looking stamps. Nuclear test ban treaty. Berlin airlift. Today's stamps are rather on the boring side. I'm sorry, but the the um, forever stamps, the American flag that sticks onto the envelope. Um, okay, I'm all for freedom and everything, and I'm all for a forever stamp, but it just doesn't seem like we have the same pride of design and workmanship and craftsmanship now as we did way back when, whether you're talking about coin money or whether you're talking about uh, postage stamps. And you you know what? You can make the same argument about automobiles. Um, a lot of automobiles, I'm convinced, were designed by the same engineers in the same wind tunnel at the same time because they look so remarkably similar. But I guess drag coefficients are drag coefficients no matter how you slice them and everybody's looking for the best possible uh, return on investment and the best possible uh, gas mileage that you can possibly get but uh, the the show about hobbies at some point I would not mind if, if you wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind but David and I, I, I have to tell you as much as I might enjoy listening to David Bellavia um, I knew I was going to do a topic today, and I heard David talking about it, and I didn't listen to David because I didn't want to run the risk of ripping off David's thoughts or his shtick, okay? Anything that I say, I would like to be at least mildly original, although somebody once said there hasn't been an original thought in the last 3,000 years. Maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But uh, at at your workplace, um, do they do the office holiday party. It used to be the Christmas party, but it has now become the office holiday party. And I've, I've noticed some things over the years with the office holiday party. And I don't know, first of all, at your office, at your workplace, do you have anything like an office holiday party? And do do, how do you feel about those? Do you, do you feel obligated to go? I mean, maybe your boss makes it kind of clear that, well, this might not be mandatory, but it's pretty close to being mandatory that you should be there, that you should at least make an appearance at the office holiday party. But what I happen to believe is a couple of things. Number one, the office holiday party, first of all, it's not a party. Can we just understand it is not a party. The office holiday party 
what it is, it's an evening meeting. It has nothing to do with partying whatsoever. It is an evening meeting, and that's all there is to it. And to further complicate things in this world of HR uh, video training that we all have to go through, the idea, and look, I am not a teetotaler, but the idea of alcohol, men and women, and an office party, I'm sorry, in this day and age, with all respect, I think that can be a very dangerous situation because we all know people who have done things while under the influence that they would never do if they were drinking ginger ale. And I cannot begin to stress this enough. And I'd love to hear some of your cautionary tales from so-called office holiday parties you have attended, okay? But the, the last thing you want to be at an office holiday party is even close to being intoxicated, even close to being buzzed. Because remember, is it a party? No. A party is something you do at your friend's house, and then you Uber home afterwards, depending on how awesome a party it was. Um, the office holiday party is a meeting, and alcohol at the office Christmas party should be, and it could be a plant. I'm just using the word office because it just seems to have entered our uh, vernacular in the United States. Um, the idea of alcohol, men and women, after hours at what essentially is a meeting that they're calling a party can be so dangerous to your career. And I'm sure that some of you in the audience have experienced, shall we say, office Christmas parties where somebody did something that was absolutely legendary, but legendary in the wrong way, as in it cost the job. Now, I am familiar, I won't name names here, but I'm familiar with a certain uh, place that had office uh, holiday parties. And they had a photo booth set up for the office holiday party. And in the photo booth, you'd basically get two or more people, and they would be hidden from the outside world, and they would be photographed by the computer inside. If you want to talk about a dangerous situation that probably will keep HR professionals awake late at night, as my, and I don't mean any disrespect to anybody in the uh, photo booth business, but you have to be so super careful. And remember, every single picture that is taken, it isn't just going to you, okay? It is given to somebody at corporate, somebody in management, so they have a defense. <laughs> they have a defense in court. I'm convinced of it. it. It's for evidentiary purposes. So if you ever find yourself in a photo booth with that hot guy from accounting and you think, wow, now's my chance to make my move, you got to think twice about it, okay, because you're going to get busted. Like I said, is there anybody who disagrees with the notion the office holiday party is a meeting. It isn't a party. 
it's a meeting. And unlike most meetings at your workplace, there's alcohol served. And it's usually at night after a long day. Uh, I would love your office holiday Christmas party stories. I've heard some great ones over the years. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone and 1-800-616-WBEN. 803-0930, star 930 and 1-800-616-WBEN. And in the era in which we find ourselves in the United States in 2023, my advice is at the office holiday party, never be alone with anybody unless there is a chaperone present. And by chaperone, I mean witness. you got to have a witness present at all times. Better yet, put your phone on record and videotape yourself at the party so you can prove, no, I did not really grab so-and-so. Oh, wonder how many careers have been ruined by office holiday parties. I mean, look, ours are pretty much in control, but I've heard stories about others. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Bowerly on a Tuesday and a bit of a chill in the air, but then again, it's December, expecting 90 degrees. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All righty, welcome. It is Bowerly Loves on News Radio 930 WBEN. So uh, let's just uh, take some questions here in order, take some calls from you in order on various questions that I have thrown out. Number one, do you agree or disagree with your humble host that the office holiday party is not a party? You have to regard it as a meeting that takes place at night, at which, unlike most meetings that you're going to have at work, at which there is generally alcohol served. Are we all on the same page uh, with each other on that? Do you agree or disagree? The office holiday party isn't a party. It is simply a meeting. That's all it is and must be treated like a meeting. Number two, have you ever seen somebody flush their career down the drain at the office holiday party because they failed to take into account the fact that it wasn't a party? No, no, no. A party is something you have at your house with people you invite and you do whatever you want 
at your party within, of course, the confines of everybody's relationships and the law. You do what you want to do at home. That is a party, all right? You want to get trashed, fine. You want to go out and smoke a bong, fine. But even today in 2023, let's face it, uh, bringing um, smoke to the office um, holiday party, definitely not good. Because first of all, most offices, you can't smoke in most offices. And even though it might be legal, even though everybody's doing it, I'm telling you, it's not, I don't think personally, it's a good idea. I mean, unless you're working, unless you're working for a dispensary, boy, wouldn't you like to go to one of those parties? Uh, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Have you ever seen somebody torpedo their entire lives uh, or at least their careers thanks to the so-called office Christmas party? Now, don't name any names of businesses or individuals, but have you seen people basically flush everything down the tubes because they had one too many glasses of wine or liquor or whatever? Um, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, let's go to uh, Frank in Alden. Frank, welcome. You are first up on uh, on the topic. And I know David touched on it, but I don't know what David discussed because I didn't want to steal any of his thunder uh, with this topic. Give a story for us. Oh, yeah. Tom, great topic. I'm a long-retired truck driver. And back in the day, and now I'm going back a few years, the company used to have a holiday party uh, at a bar restaurant. You could eat, drink, mm-hmm. and that's where you got your bonus check if you made your mileage and your deliveries. You had to be there to get your check. And even though I didn't want to be there, me and my wife would go sit in the corner and watch the other people and talk about being hilarious, people doing Stupid stuff. I never missed a holiday party after that. Oh. Then I worked. Then I worked for a company where it was no alcohol. You had to be now politically correct. You couldn't say this. You couldn't say that. You joke. Back in the day, if I would have had my cell phone that I got today, <laughs> I'd be a YouTube star. It was hilarious. I would never set foot in a holiday party today with HR and being politically correct. No. And you know what? I want to go back to some of what you saw, in particular, at the first place that you mentioned where you and your wife would watch people under the uh, uh, under the influence. But the uh, idea that um, it is the the office holiday party is a meeting it's not a party i assure you and i'm you don't have to be a lawyer to make this pronouncement anything any behavior in which you are engaged in at the office holiday party is going to be held to the same standards as if it were a day at work there is no exception there is no hall pass for the office holiday party Corporate policy 
is corporate policy. And even if they provide the booze, and you could also argue that they didn't provide enough food, but even if they provide the booze, you are responsible for everything you do. You are responsible for everything you say. And the same standards that apply from 9 to 5 are going to apply from 5 until 10 o'clock or however the uh, office holiday party slash meeting lasts. You don't get a hall pass. There's no freebies. I mean, you you don't get to wrap your arm around the waist of somebody that you really think is incredibly beautiful without running a foul and probably losing your job. Doesn't and, and by the way, it even if the other person consents, the minute somebody puts that on a cell phone as you just pointed out, it's a bad look. So the hands stay in the pocket at all times, especially at holiday parties where you can't bring your significant other. Oh, I cannot agree more. Again, no, I'm talking back in a time where I'm talking back 20 years ago. And then when I retired from my last job, it was no alcohol. It was 100%, as you say, a corporate meeting boring could not wait to get out i understand where the corporations are today but i miss the i miss the time when stuff used to be fun and it's not fun no more i would never set foot in a holiday party again and it, it just just the way it is, Tom. You know? Well, sometimes, but sometimes, some, but sometimes, sir, these these office holiday party or office meetings that are simply at night with alcohol, um, they might not be. They might not really give you much of an option as to whether you go or whether you don't go. Some places are rather insistent that you are to be there for various reasons. But I, as, as you will back me up on this, Frank. There is no difference in how you are expected to behave at the office party versus the work day at the office. It is not a situation where the corporate rules are suspended and the company handbook goes out the window. Not at all. And you, you know what amazes me? And I'd, I'd like your take on this because you alluded to this earlier in your phone call. It, it amazes me that given the litigation that we have on many fronts now, personal injury uh, as well as workplace, uh, on-the-job harassment, etc., it amazes me that any place even has alcohol at their corporate meeting-slash-party that takes place in December. Oh, absolutely. Now, I'm 67 And I'm talking 20 years ago when I worked for a trucking company that had these office parties. And then as I got older, working for a different trucking company, everything changed. No alcohol, no nothing. And I used to see drivers get fired because they would post stupid stuff on YouTube, Facebook, whatever, uh, saying, oh, I went to the lake. We were fishing or hunting, camping, having a grand old time, and I got so schnockered 
I couldn't believe uh, I drove to work to pick up my truck. Well, the company oh. used to monitor that stuff, and they got fired. It didn't matter we were a union company or not. They right. got fired because they posted stupid stuff. Same difference if it was a holiday party today. You got to watch explain, what you do. Now, okay, I mean, do you want to explain uh, the basic rules regarding those of you with CDL licenses and the restrictions under which you have to operate even when you're on your own clock? Okay, I've been out of the industry now for almost uh, 11 years, but I still hold my CDL, my bus license, my tractor trailer license, my doubles, everything. For example, if I get caught on a cell phone in my own personal vehicle holding it up, uh, the last I heard it was like a five-point license, five points on the license, and they can yank my license for up no. to a year because you're held to a higher standard. So well, those of you those of you with CDL licenses do make for awesome designated drivers for any party. <laughs> I'm just going to say awesome designated drivers. Uh, but when when you said that you and your wife used to watch people at the first place where you had your office holiday party and you used to watch some of the behavior, keeping in mind, of course, that we are subject, as everybody is, it seems, to the rules and regulations of the government, specifically the FCC. Um, in very genteel terms, uh, can you describe some of the behavior uh, you witnessed, uh, allegedly, perhaps, and without naming any names of individuals or companies, uh, some of the behavior that you witnessed that, if you had had a cell phone with you, had it been 2023, um, you probably could have had a pay-per-view site. Uh, well, we had women drivers back then, too. And, oh. oh, man, some of the women, even though they were married, some of the women came without their husbands, and they would start flirting with some of the male drivers and some of the male drivers came without their wives and that opened up a whole can of worms a week or two later when word got out who was messing with who don't know what happened after they left the party i saw drivers with 30 years experience falling down drunk and I can't, I couldn't believe the safety man was there. But again, I'm talking 20 years ago. Times were a little bit different oh, than what they, they are, what, what they are today. Oh, they were certainly, let me tell you something. We talked about this a little bit a couple of weeks ago, but they were certainly different in the radio business slash entertainment business. In in this business, and I will never name names, I will never rat anybody out, it was not unusual for female coworkers, and I will say it was not at this radio station, okay, but it was not unusual for female coworkers to walk up to the window and... Um, let's just say, try to distract the announcer when the announcer was on the air. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think I have to go any any further. Than that. I mean, no. They're, 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 I, I'm just saying it was like being in New Orleans without any beads to throw if you catch my drift. But these days, 
Okay. In in 2023, let's say somebody is a little bit buzzed and they engage in, shall we say, uh, flashing kind of behavior, they're going to lose their jobs because it's going to get posted on social media. It's going to go viral, and the person who did it, it is not going to be able to offer any kind of defense like, well, it's only radio. Uh, they're not going to be able to offer any defense like, well, it was the company holiday party. No, 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 no. Same <laughs> rules apply on all those corporate training videos you have to watch. The same rules apply at the party as apply on a day-to-day working basis. And it surprises me, sir, that any business in 2023 even supplies alcohol at the parties. Oh, I couldn't agree more. Even back in the day, I valued my commercial license. (laughs) That's why my wife was always there. She kept me in check. She was my designated driver, and she would just drink the soda. And even she had a great time just sitting in the corner and watching the people. (laughs) Today, I wouldn't set foot in a holiday party, just even with no alcohol, Tom. Well, you know, you, you I have, would just uh, be afraid of seeing the wrong thing and being yeah. dragged up to HR. Um, okay, here here's the approach that you have to take at work, and this is one that I've learned through many bitter tears and years of experience. Okay, basically at work, you are going into a monastery. You must regard yourself as if you are a cardinal at the Vatican who is under <laughs> 24-7 surveillance. That is how you must comport yourself at any work functions. But the idea – oh, uh, the, the other thing, too, that I think uh, is is a dangerous situation for many reasons. Uh, and you talked about bringing your spouse to the company – late night meeting, otherwise known as the company holiday party, Um, increasingly to cut costs, businesses are telling are telling uh, employees this is an employee only event. No spouses will be allowed. And to be very honest with you, no matter what kind of business you happen to be involved in, I think having uh, unsupervised men and women without spouses and alcohol present, it opens doors that don't need to be opened up. On the other hand, sometimes, and we all know couples like this, uh, they'll be perfectly fine together, beautiful, loving, magnificent marriage and a great relationship, but you pour a couple of drinks down the hatch and they turn into Jekyll and Hyde. And the last thing you want at an office Christmas party is to be the center of a domestic dispute. (laughs) Boy, you nailed it right on the head because there was a couple of companies I worked for that after the party and a short time later, there was a handful of divorces. Because of the alcohol and the fraternization, I would never set foot. I never, ever once thought about going to a Christmas party without my wife. 
Never. Never once. Sometimes, but I, I have to tell you, and this is in, it, it, I think this is becoming the trend, the rule, rather than the exception. Uh, you will see a lot of businesses have spouse-free holiday parties. And again, you combine spouse-free with alcohol and We'd like to think that everybody is faithful, that everybody uh, understands the rules of the marriage up front, but put a little bit of alcohol into the mix, and sometimes people you know, forget about those little vows they made. I mean, I'm just saying, what you do with your spouse uh, in when is, is one thing, as long as both people are in agreement, but when you've got somebody doing something that is not part of the deal behind the other person's back, that's a problem. That's a big problem and leads to a lot of divorces, and you can't have that. Oh, absolutely. Well, Tom, I'm going to cut you loose because oh, I hear my phone pleasure. beeping, and I know that's my boss. My wife. <laughs> yeah, well, you take care of your wife first, all right? First, first all and right. foremost. All right, man. Thank you very much. Yeah, first, first and foremost is your spouse. That has to be. Uh, I'm sorry, called call me old fashioned, but I think the most important thing in your life is um, the person to whom you are married. Whether you are straight, whether you are homosexual, lesbian, doesn't matter. I think the most important thing. Uh, because this is the the ultimate uh, determinant of your happiness, and uh, you know you, you talk to older people and you you pick up a lot of wisdom. I think over the years, and I have never let's see, have I ever? I'd be very hard pressed to name anybody or to come up with anybody who had lived a long and happy life who said, "Well, you know what? I had a very happy life." But my marriage was absolutely miserable. No. Generally speaking, uh, the people who are the happiest have the happiest marriages. And they have the happiest marriages because they're on the same page uh, with with things. But we're talking about uh, the office holiday party. And I will tell you something. It is with a great deal of trepidation that I, I, I even bring up this particular topic, but it has to be addressed. I might actually, believe me, I might actually be saving somebody's job doing this show. I might be saving somebody's marriage doing this show because it. it I'm just. I'm just saying. I you, the 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 name office holiday party in your own mind must be changed you have to do a little bit of verbal gymnastics it's not an office holiday party no 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 it's a later night meeting at which booze is served nothing changes from the company handbook okay <laughs> you're going to get called for offside every single time, and then you can do a Patrick Mahomes on the sideline. All right, 803-0930 is the uh, phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. And when you do call in, um, no names of businesses and obviously no names of uh, people that uh, got themselves into a great deal of trouble. On News Radio 930 WBEN. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.